A billion years ago, there was nothing but space Then one of God's wet farts blew all the planets in place There were no signs of life on Mars or Venus But planet Earth was blessed with two baby geniuses Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, we know everything Baby geniuses, tell us something we don't know Hello, Hello, babies. babies. Welcome to Baby Geniuses. I'm Emily. I'm Lisa. Thanks for listening to our show. Today. <laughs> One, two. <laughs> I, I don't know. Um, how's it going? Good. Lisa? It's hot. My place is full of flies. Yeah. It's exciting. Yeah. It feels like, ooh, am I dead? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, ooh, do we have an audience? <laughs> yeah. Um, flies are gross. Yeah, I uh, hate them. Thanks for listening to our show. <laughs> um, that's going to do it for us today. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I realized um, on our last episode, I announced that I'm doing a half hour on Comedy Central and they did not announce it yet. And so. But now they have. But now they have. So yeah. It's, it's fine. And I was like, oh, turns out there were no consequences. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm really excited about that. Thank you. I want to see you. And Aparna also has one. And yeah. I'm excited. They gave it to a lot of women this year. Good. More um, more women or than before. Should I say a lot of women earned still it this less year than half. and were <laughs> recognized? Yeah, um, yeah, still less than half. I do think we're at a point where there are. Uh, they could give it to half women and half men, and no one would be getting it early. Yeah, you know what I mean. Oh my god! Yeah, there's so many people who are <laughs> yeah. deserving of specials. Yeah. Um, um, I I don't want to sound ungrateful to them for giving me one, but I do also want to make my own list of people who I think should have gotten one. Yeah. Speaking of comedy specials, uh, Ali Wong's new special oh is so good. It's so good. She just crushes it. Everyone watch Ali Wong's special on Netflix. It's so funny to me. Like a bunch of comedians I know. I mean, not that many, but a few have been like, oh, I heard it's really good. And they like sound surprised, which is so weird because I started comedy in San Francisco when Ali Wong was like just about to move to New York. And I was like, yeah, she fucking crushes it every yeah. time. Like that's a thing that I have known about her for so long. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was really really great yeah she's seven months pregnant in it did you hear her on mark maron no that's pretty great is it yeah, yeah. what is she talking she about she starts pumping in the middle of the <laughs> recording and mark is just like whoa i've never experienced this before he's like totally blown away he tries to like change the topic and keep talking while she's doing it and he just can't because oh like God. it's so distracting i love that and she just talks about it and it's like just kind of yeah i, I mean <laughs> it, that should not be revolutionary and yet no. it is but it's like, it's so interesting when people reveal how boring they are to you mm -hmm. when they're like, oh my, you're doing something really interesting that I've never thought about. And it's, it's a like, fact of life for so many people. So many people. Yeah. yeah. Um, we should, okay. First, we should talk about the rock alarm clock because we promised yeah. people last time we were going to. I'm going to describe it pretty briefly because it's a pretty bad app, guys. I um, <laughs> haven't been able to use it very effectively because um, even though he said that they had been working on the app for over a year... The app does not run in the background of other apps. So when you open it and you want it, you have to put it in sleep mode and then you have to leave it open and not touch your phone until you want to wake up because otherwise the app will not work. Oh my God. Which is the worst alarm clock app of all time because who doesn't set their alarm and then continue to do things or, you know, check their phone in the middle of the night or whatever. Yeah. Like, um, so the likelihood of your alarm not working with this app like is really high, incredibly high. That is so stressful. Also, before you set your alarm, you have to set a goal that you want to accomplish in the next month. And I couldn't think of anything that was like actually measurable. <laughs> um, so I just wrote 
fart a lot <laughs> as my goal, which I have accomplished. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, although not in front of me, apparently. No, I can't. I, <laughs> I try to fart in front of people and I can't. My body's just like, no. We're such different people. I know. <laughs> um, but, uh, you yeah. know, it's cool. Like, I, I tried it today and the alarm went off and it made like a sound of a, of a large cat meowing and then well, yeah well, what are, what's the rationale behind like what sounds does it make and how can, are they related to can, the rock you can pick a def- bunch of different sounds and they're all kind of like macho and there's a lot of explosions i i picked the cat that's like meow, but then <laughs> there's like a drum beat in the background so that's fun are any um, of them him talking uh no but I, I don't think so but how after <laughs> after it goes off uh then he talks and he says let's do it let's do this something like that and then there's you can watch like a video that he recorded the night before while he was driving the set where he's like hey guys just checking in uh good luck reaching your goals and like he records a new video every day yeah i think that's the main feature oh okay that seems worth it he's kind of checking in with you personally yeah it just seems like set another alarm in addition to that one and then also set that one yes i think that would be the way to go just to be on the safe side um I like it. Yeah. How much does it cost? It's free. Oh, okay. All right. I might do that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, I, we also wanted to answer, I mean, we get a lot of good emails and this one seemed particularly urgent. Yeah. We got a really, really long email. (laughs) Yeah. Um, The subject line was whoopsie doodle. I'm a 29 year old virgin. (laughs) Um, Which, uh, I'm not sure if you sent this to us just because I talk so much about how adult virgins make me uncomfortable. I do not remember you ever saying that. Or maybe I'm just saying that now and that's really bad news you for were you thinking for sending it. us this. Um, and, okay, I will say reading this email felt very familiar to me because it's like yeah. a lot of stuff. I mean, like, how old were you when you had intercourse for the first time? Well, I was 16, which I feel like is a good that's age. That's pretty normal. Yeah, but- you're not like... Oh my God, when's it going to happen? No, but I did have a really long dry spell where I was after that single. Yeah, in college, I was single for like around that time, I was single for like seven years. And I would like, Mm -hmm. I would hook up with someone like once a year or so. But yeah, I've been through that. Yeah, I was just kind of a weirdo and I didn't know how to make it happen. And I'd get these insane crushes and I would focus so much on every detail because I was so horny and like everything seemed so important. And I just wanted a guy to like love me so much yeah and it was kind of repulsive to them i'm sure yeah and it's you construct this whole like narrative in your head of like all this stuff that's happening that like to them is actually not a big deal at all yeah i'd be like oh well when we were in the elevator he grabbed my hip a little and then he teased me and so that means he likes me but then later when i texted him he didn't answer except the next day and then you know and it's just and this email reads like that it's like like that yeah it's Um, paragraph after paragraph of like so many tiny microscopic details tiny microscopic flirtations that she has had with various guys that i'm like i totally remember being in that stage in my life where like that shit mattered so much and it was so meaningful. And now that I am a sexually active adult, I'm like, oh, all those people are fucking other people. Yeah. Like every guy you're talking about is having full on sex with other people. And d- this is not a big deal to him. Yeah. And I hate to be that blunt about it. But it's like you need to put out or. <laughs> well, I mean, no one is thinking about this as hard as you are. No, especially because, not guys, because guys don't think about that kind of stuff that much, I think. I, well, or, that's not gender essential. Well, that's but, true. But yeah, but like, 
I'm going to generalize. Yeah. Women are more likely to get like way up in their heads well, about. Women are taught to have like really grand romantic notions of what yeah. a relationship is and what sex is and yeah. like how, how important romance is yes. to sexuality. And I, they're really separate things. And anyway, I, I'm, I'm trying to decide how, so, you know, there's a lot of talk, basically what up to date, like the most important thing at the end of this email is that she says, like, she met this guy. They've been, like, chatting on Facebook and flirting, and they, sounds like they like each other. Yeah. And she hasn't told him that she's a virgin, which, by the way, can we acknowledge, like, virginity is not a real concept? Yeah. Like, um, oral sex is sex. Yeah. I really thought I was a virgin until I was, like, 19, but I had had, like, a shitload of oral sex that was, like, just as intimate and yeah, even fucked up that and can weird. Be much more yeah. intimate in some ways. Yeah. Um, and yeah, she should honestly, I think with this guy, she should take, uh, you know, penis and vagina sex off the table for a moment until she's comfortable with intimacy because it doesn't seem like she's comfy with yeah. that at all. And yeah. she should be able to just like, I mean, my recommendation is that she be able to na- shower naked with him because. <laughs> That's like really intimate. It's really comfortable. I feel like we should tell people a little bit more about the situation, which yeah. is just that um, she basically, okay, I'm going to read just the very end of this. Okay. Um, even though we only kind of hung out once in person, I feel really, uh, okay. Oh, so here's my conundrum. It's very possible for me to go visit him. I have not shared with him my virginity status. I am so scared of fucking this up. Aww. Even though we only kind of hung out once in person, I feel really comfortable with him. I feel like I could actually calm the fuck down and allow myself to want this. But still, I'm scared. I'm scared that if I tell him, he'll be done. And if I don't tell him, and it does happen at some point, he will realize that it's my first time and, again, want nothing to do with me. Now, I do know that the right thing is to just tell him, and if he can't handle it, he's not worth it, blah, blah, blah. I don't know where she's getting that from. But I can't imagine actually just telling him, that's so heavy. My impression of him so far leads me to believe that he'd be fine with it. But I am just so worried that I'll be disappointing, that he'll feel like I misrepresented myself and I won't be what he wants. I feel like she should be able to tell him. I okay. Here's what I think should happen. First of all, definitely masturbate with a dildo. Oh yeah. Um, don't let your first time having sex pop your cherry. There's no reason for that to happen. Yeah. That's just like adding another level of complication to an already stressful situation. So much pressure. Yeah. Yeah. It, chances are that's not gonna. It's not gonna pop your cherry. He's not gonna know. You could always. I mean. I I do think honesty is important in sex, but I think you could also say, like, I'm not very experienced. I don't think you have to say, like, I'm losing my virginity to you. Yeah. I, I kind of don't think you have to say that. No. Like, it's not that big of a deal. It's not that big of a betrayal. You can say, like, I'm really not that experienced. and Yeah, I'm uh, a little nervous. I'm, I'm a little yeah. nervous. So, uh, but it's really not, you know, like, I... I main thing that bothers me is just, like, I don't think... It's not that big of a deal. And it's a big... It's as big of a deal as you make it. Yeah. You know, and but you should be really comfortable with your body before you do it. Like when I had sex, I was ready. I masturbated so much. Yeah. I knew how to come. Like definitely don't have sex until you know how to come. I mean, yeah. And the first time I had sex, I was already comfortable being naked with that guy. And like yeah. we had done a lot of other stuff. So she, I think she should take baby steps. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of pressure to put on yourself. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing that I thought was like, yeah, be honest about it and don't treat it like a big deal and then see how he feels about it. If he's not on board, maybe it is the wrong situation. But I also think like, so let's say that happens. Mm-hmm. Um, I do think another good option is to like 
find a friend you're comfortable with and be like, listen, I need to get this over with. I'm comfortable with you. Yeah. Do you want to? And they gradually work your way up to having sex with that person. Someone who you aren't going to be in a relationship with and aren't like in love with and aren't like fantasizing about romantically to be like, I just need to sort of like figure out what this is. And then you'll realize it's not a big deal. Yeah. You know, sex is only a big deal if you care about the person and it's okay to have sex with people who you don't care about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, as long as you trust them to be respectful of you. And not all sex is good. Like some of it's like really awkward and weird, but if you just kind of, you yeah. know, get more miles, then you'll have more good sex and it'll all kind of even out and it won't all seem like such a huge deal. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like no guy's going to be like, oh, that sex was really terrible. I'm never going to have sex with you again. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if you are honest about like, I'm not experienced, but I am really going to try and nail this. You know? Yeah. Like, I am going to put in the effort and try. Um, I don't know. Is that bad advice? Am, are we giving good advice or bad advice? I don't know. I mean, giving <laughs> advice is, is weird it's in weird. general. Yeah. It's like, it's is, so, is it helpful? Yeah, it's so hard to give. I mean, it's so hard to hear that I mean, kind of advice when you are a virgin and you don't know just like how I mean okay wait here's one thing I definitely want to say sex is fucking gross yeah it's gross it doesn't <laughs> it doesn't feel the way you think it's gonna feel uh. it's awkward you're gonna fart like it's not <laughs> it's it can definitely be great and yeah. it should feel good and you should be really into it but it's really silly too but it's so silly you should be able to laugh during you it. are yeah you are gonna feel it's not so serious silly and if you like, I'm telling you right now, the first time you have sex, it's not going to be romantic. No. It's not. It's going to be like, I think the most romantic way to have sex with someone for the first time is to just like laugh about it a bunch. Yeah, definitely laughing helps. Yeah. Because it also relaxes your body to laugh. Yeah. And um, to just be like aware that it's going to be just like try and get rid of any sort of expectation or emotions you have around it as yeah. much as you possibly can. I'll also say that as someone who overthinks things, thinking is really bad for sex and the yeah. less you can get up in your head about it the better like if you yeah. can like have a drink yeah. or again i'm going to mention showering because it has the the sound of the water can kind of clear your head oh, a little bit and it's so warm that it relaxes your body and makes you yeah. more comfortable physically i just i don't know that's my trick if i'm like really anxious yeah and i want to feel like comfy in myself you know yeah. Uh, but yeah, the more you get up in your head, like, am I doing this right? Is this bad? Am I ruining it? Am I going to chase him away? Is he going to be disgusted with me? Is he going to be worried that I'm a virgin? Like, the more you do that, the you know, it's just not going to... The worse it's going to be. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's like a self-fulfilling prophecy or whatever. Like, and then it's like, as soon as you do it, <laughs> you're, all of this stuff is going to feel really silly to you. Like, all of these thoughts. You know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. I just, once you start having sex with people, you're not going to be, like, obsessed with when their hand grazed yours ever again. Oh, I kind of miss that. Do you? <laughs> a little bit. You disagree? Yeah. Okay. Or you can I tell mean, us later. If you, you have a, if you have a new crush, I feel like it goes back there. Yeah, totally. But like, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I say just do it. And I also think, you know, if it doesn't work out with this person, I don't think it's um, such a bad idea to just, yeah, find a fuck buddy to yeah. do it with and before just, you. Yeah. Someone comfortable. Yeah. That's the most important thing, being comfortable. And and just stop thinking about this entire history you have. Stop thinking about yourself as a failure and like having this weighing down on you, like all the times it went wrong. Yeah. That's it's not like, that's not worth it's not important. Not important. None of it matters. 
Yeah, because um, once you start having, you know, real relationships, those things will lose a lot of their power over you. And they give you character. Yeah. Every, everyone's had failures. Totally. Um, all right. Uh, I think we nailed it. I think we did. <laughs> it's time now for Chunch Chat. Chunch. When the clock strikes noon, we could have a picnic lunch, find wine, full moon, and we're chatting about Chunch. Chunch. Oh, Martha, it's so hard to keep up with you. <laughs> Um, so many name changes through the past few weeks. By the time this comes out, I'm sure it'll be, you know, there'll be new stuff. Um, after such a long dry spell, Martha's really come out with a bunch of Ben Chunch stuff. So Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a big week. Like first she did this interview for Apartmento magazine. Um, and there was part of it where they were like, oh, do you still have miniature donkeys? And she said, yes, I still have three Sicilian donkeys. They are friendly and nice. (laughs) Did she really say that? Um, they're adopted. I like adopting things. First of all, who has donkeys that aren't adopted? <laughs> huh. What is the other scenario? <laughs> yeah, do you get them from a breeder, an ass breeder? But you still are adopting them from a breeder. <laughs> well, versus purchasing. Oh, I guess. Well, I don't know. I guess so. All right. Fair enough. Maybe she got I them from I just feel a, like she's making it sound like she has other donkeys that she gave birth to. But did she get them from a rescue? Because they're Sicilian donkeys. Like, she always emphasizes that they're Sicilian, <laughs> which is like, makes me feel like they're a fancy kind of donkey. And she's very particular. She never just gets an animal. You know what I mean? She, like, takes a private jet to get a special puppy. Should we clarify for people who this is their first episode they're listening to that this is our regular segment where we talk about Martha Stewart's pony, Ben Chunch. And everything relating to Ben Chunch. Um, okay, and then she continues, and I got a fell pony for the kids. Fell ponies were used in England as a war pony. They made them carry all the weapons and ammunition. The kids love him. I don't know where they got the name Ben Chunch from, but they named him that. And I have five Frisians. Which, okay, so this is from, from Martha's mouth. Ben Chunch. That his name is Ben Chunch. Yes, or at least that's how it was written down after she and said when it out was loud. This art, when was this interview done? Uh, just this month. So that's the newest. But then, okay, the day after that, there was a new blog post about Banchunch getting a bath. And it's Banchunch, all one word, Banchunch. I'm leaving. (laughs) The world? What the fuck is happening? I don't know. What is this pony's name? I wonder how many listeners are like truly frustrated with this segment and they just hate every time it comes up. They're like, no! (laughs) Well, now they know how I feel. Yeah. I'm frustrated too. Um, this um, is, do you feel like she's trolling you at this point? Or do you think like her stable owners are trolling you? I don't know. I feel like that would be very narcissistic to think it's about me. But then again, <laughs> uh, she did see the character design I did for Bojack where I made a character of Ben Chunch. She saw it? How yeah. do you know she saw it? Um, <laughs> I mean, it was sent to her when oh my God. I was supposed to like go there and meet. Oh, the horses at and is one that point. not happening? It fell through her. Um, it was all going to happen. We were in discussions with her people. Uh, she was hesitant at first. She wanted to make sure I wasn't going to make fun of her. And I was like, no, I love her. Uh-huh. I love everything about this. I'm just a fan. I love horses. Um, and they're like, okay. Uh, and then her people just kind of stopped responding. She was traveling. It got pushed a month. And then they stopped responding. Oh, my God. Um, and that was like, Yeah last fall so um maybe you're listening to this and screaming i know i know can you imagine how i feel so um (laughs) i kind of can't i got so close i don't know if there's anything i care about as much as you care about this pony i think i'll just start trying again 
Yeah. I'll reach out again. Um, but you know, I don't know at this point, maybe she worries I am making fun of her cause I yeah. tweet about it so much. So you guys, okay. If you guys at home are wondering what you can do to help with the situation, I say don't tweet about, no. don't tweet at Lisa about Ben Chunch. Don't make fun of Martha Stewart online. Well, yeah, just don't, don't, com- don't comment Ben don't Chunch on her call- shit. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's aware. Yeah. She knows things. <laughs> Play it fucking cool. Yeah. A- act like you've been there, guys. So I might can go there. <laughs> you know, I might have blown it already. I just got too excited. I'm really obsessed and I can't help myself. I have to tweet every time there's new, new Ben Chunch stuff. Yeah. But, you know, that's just me. Also, but you kind of have to do that so that people know you've seen it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> I got to get up ahead of it. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. That concludes Chunch Chat. It's time for One on Fun. If you did meet Ben Chunch, is there any sort of special phrase you would whisper in his ear? (laughs) (laughs) You're a good boy. (laughs) Perfect. But while I whisper that, I am also riding him. Okay. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, Emily, what's like the Ben Chunch scenario in your life? That's the thing that you really want, you know, it's hard for you to get access to and you just want, that's like what you care about. I don't know if I care about anything that much. I don't know. Like I'm trying to think what I could possibly like, you know, it's a blessing and a prison to care about something this much. (laughs) Yeah. But at least you have something to live for. I mean, like, what am I even doing on this planet? It's true. How could I get depressed when Ben Chunch is out there? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I can't imagine a a situation that would matter that much to me. Fair enough. You know, I I feel like I've accomplished, you know, I met. What if there was like a band that let you be up on stage with them? I mean, I guess like meeting Beyonce, maybe mm. like that's the only thing. Are you going to sounds... see her? I don't know. I got to look into it. Adam, you, Adam you just got us tickets. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. I'm pretty sure my boyfriend would not go to that. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, but I maybe I will just third wheel it with you guys. I mean, it will be a spectacle. Yeah. Um, all right. I don't know. I'll think about that and I'll try and come up with an answer. For it's you. a tough question. It's a tough question. Yeah. Um, we'll be right back with Wiki Louie. Hi, buddies. I'm Travis. And I'm Andy. And we host Bunker Buddies on MaximumFun.org. What is Bunker Buddies, you ask? Well, it's a show hosted by two comedians about how to survive the apocalypse. We talk about stuff like the rapture. Zombie apocalypse. How to survive an EMP. What if a disease takes over the dead? How to survive a food shortage. The people who eat other people. So don't get freaked out. We're going to tell you how to get through it. We're comedians first and, you know, aspiring preppers second. Join us. So tune in every Wednesday on MaximumFun.org, iTunes, or wherever podcasts are sold. Let's introduce our guest for this week. She's a very funny comedian and writer. Please welcome Brittany Nichols. Hi. Thank you for joining us. So you disagreed with our advice to the 29-year-old virgin? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) A little. Yeah. What would you say? 
I mean, it was just part. I think overall it was good. It was just parts of it where I was like, like the shower thing. You're not into freaked showering? me out. Oh, really? Uh, Why? That feels like way more intimate than sex. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I feel like everyone has different. That's okay. It depends how chill you are. That's a really Maybe. good point. I think <laughs> a good thing to bear in mind is everyone assumes that intercourse is going to be the most intimate thing and it really depends on who you are really depends. for some people oral sex is way more intimate for some people showering is more intimate like yeah. i think it's really whatever makes you the most comfortable to think about and it's hard to know that until you try it yeah that was i mean honestly that was just my personal suggestion of something that i was surprised uh is helpful when i'm anxious yeah. so i don't know if it works for other people you, you don't like showering with people I do. I just think it's, <laughs> it's I, we have to intimate. work to yeah. that point. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I'm not going to like have sex and then be like, let's shower. Like, <laughs> no, you do it before sex. <laughs> in, <laughs> in any, no, 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 we got to work there. Uh-uh. I'll like have sex with you a lot before I shower with you. <laughs> wow. I've also been in a relationship for seven years, so I don't, <laughs> this isn't like something I'm doing. It's, with, hard to, with, it's hard to remember not feeling completely intimate and comfortable with someone. Yeah. It's hard to remember a thing that you wouldn't do in front of someone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Truly. Okay, wait. Let's talk about um, this week's Wikipedia page. Um, it was sent to us by Jan Acevedo. Um, <laughs> and it is the Wikipedia page for Sunshower. Uh, so Talking of, speaking of showers. Yeah. I, but how did I miss that transition? I don't know. You guys, I'm really <laughs> not sharp today. Try taking a shun, sun shower before you fuck. <laughs> a sun shower or sun shower with a space between the two words today <laughs> is a meteorological phenomenon in which rain falls while the sun is shining. Oh. A sun shower is usually the result of accompanying winds associated with a rainstorm. Blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter. <laughs> the thing that's really interesting about this is the folkloric names for a sun shower. Um, <laughs> uh, it, it, it kind of looks like a rainbow, um, but uh, the phenomenon has a wide range of sometimes remarkably similar folkloric names in cultures around the world. A common theme is that of clever animals and tricksters getting married or related to the devil, although many variations of this theme are in existence, which... Is so weird. So weird. Um, okay. So in Afrikaans, the phenomenon, i.e. when it rains and the sun shines, is referred to jackal's true met wolf sevru, meaning jackal marries wolf's wife. <laughs> Which I don't know why this is what it looks like, by the way. I don't know why that makes people think of like a jackal and a, a wolf getting married. Yeah, I've seen it happen in California sometimes. <laughs> uh, but I never thought... To call it that? That an animal yeah. stealing another animal's in, wife or... <laughs> in Bangladesh, in Bangladesh, they call it Uncle Fox is getting married. <laughs> um, <laughs> in Bulgaria, there's a saying about a bear getting married. Um, in El Salvador, the traditional belief is that the deer is giving birth. <laughs> in Ethiopia, it's a hyena giving birth. <laughs> Um, in, <laughs> in Finland, the foxes are taking a bath. That almost makes sense <laughs> compared to the other ones. Yeah, because it's like red and there's water. Yeah. yeah. So do they, they think the animals just have like really bad timing, like they only plan their wedding for like <laughs> when it's raining. Or, yeah. <laughs> or yeah, it's like in that Alanis Morissette song, that's like where there's rain on your wedding. Yeah, it's yeah. ironic. Or is it? Or is it? <laughs> I actually, I really honestly don't understand how they got there. 
but so many different cultures in so many different parts of the world got there. Okay, in Greece, they say um, <laughs> a long thing that I can't read because it's written in Greek, but the translation is sun and rain, the poor are getting married. Sun, oh. sun and moon, the donkeys are getting married. <laughs> rude. Very rude. In Hawaii, it's known as ghost rain or liquid sunshine. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, those are great. Ghost yeah. rain is really good. Yeah. That makes sense, too. Yeah. That is kind of what it looks like. Absolutely. In Italy, they say, Piovi esse il sole, la gata fa l'amore, which means, it rains with the sun, the female cat is making love. <laughs> I I love that. I don't get it, but I love it. Just the female cat? Who's she making love to? Yeah. Is it two female cats? <laughs> <laughs> She's masturbating. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> in Japan, it's known as Kitsune no Yomeri, or the Kitsune's wedding, and means a fox's wedding ceremony is being held. <laughs> in Kenya, hyenas or monkeys are getting married. Maybe to each other. I don't <laughs> Maybe know. Maybe to each other. In Korea, a male tiger gets married to a fox. Oh, that's specific. <laughs> These countries are so far away from each other. How did they all come to the same ridiculous conclusion? It's so weird. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm trying to find one that's not about a fox getting married, and it's really hard. Um, oh, in Puerto Rico, the traditional belief is that witches are getting married. Oh, I like that. Oh. I like that one a lot. That makes sense. Yeah, that uh, tracks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, in Tanzania, it's Simba Anaza, literally the lioness is giving birth. Yeah. In Sweden, it's called Vitterwater. No translation provided. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Um, Oh, I mean, I guess this is just actually a separate section for... Oh, there are different parts of India. There's other variations on just like the devils and stuff. Oh, in Tamil, it's called the fox and the crow slash raven are getting married. Um, I like the ones that call it naked rain. Yeah. Nagda Payus, naked rain in Marathi. Mm-hmm. It encourages streaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a good time yeah. to, sh- to streak. Because uh, there's enough light to like see you naked. But mm-hmm. yeah. In Russian, clean. in Russian, it is called mushroom rain. As such conditions are considered favorable to growing mushrooms. Oh. Also, it is called blind rain because it doesn't see that it shouldn't be raining. <laughs> 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 oh, that might be my favorite one. <laughs> uh, in Indonesian, the phenomenon is the sign of someone who is rich and well-known has died in the place where the sun shower happens. So mm. the sky is showing its condolences. <laughs> so it's like a human like pot of gold sort of situation? Kind of. It's kind mm. of like a like when a rich person dies, the sky is sad. Mm-hmm. Is that I feel like the implication of that. Um, in Catalonia, it's said that witches are brushing their hair. I like that a lot. I like it too. It's a good image. Um, in Poland, it is said that a witch is making butter. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds delicious. Yeah. I love that this is, uh, it feels like this is the only way they have of keeping track of what witches are up to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're curious, but they don't know. Um, in Trinidad and Tobago, sun shining, rain falling, monkey marrying. <laughs> <laughs> Get a full sentence. <laughs> so choppy. <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. Sun shining, rain falling, yeah. monkey marrying. <laughs> yeah. And they speak English there. They're like, that's not even like a translation. That's just what they say. <laughs> In Haiti, it is said that a zombie is beating his wife for salty food. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. Devil is sometimes interchanged for zombie. Now, are they beating the wife for making the food too salty? Or are they beating her or to create in more? In exchange for salty food? Yeah, give me fries. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I need chips. <laughs> oh my God, I would love some fries right now. Ugh, um, I can make some. <laughs> I have a potato. <laughs> Stop the podcast. <laughs> um, in the Netherlands, a sun shower is sometimes called chicken carnival. <laughs> Which is very misleading because I would love to go to a chicken <laughs> I would too. Uh, I hate that in Argentina it's just said that an old woman is getting married. Like that's some kind of <laughs> phenomenon. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess that's basically it. In, in Venezuela, the word chachimba refers to raining while sunny. I like that. I just like to say that. Yeah. Um, in Cuba... Se está casando la hija del diablo. The Ooh. devil's daughter is getting married. See, I didn't know the devil. <laughs> I didn't know the devil had a wife and children. Me neither. But I'm picturing them, and they're hot. <laughs> <laughs> they're <really> hot. <laughs> I like it. Um, do you guys want to come up with your own names for what a sun shower is? Ooh, or like on, a situation put to me on the spot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to call it, the dog is wearing a crown today. <laughs> I love that. For, to, for today, the dog is king. Um, I'm going to call it, the black pony's name has changed. <laughs> Brittany? I'm going to call it, the tiger is juggling oranges. Oh, Ooh. that's good and very descriptive. Beautiful. Beautiful. Um, all right. Um, I guess there's also... Are they oranges or tiger balls? <laughs> Hard to tell the difference. I think they're probably... Because like, they're orange. And they're ball balls? Shaped, and the tiger's orange. I feel like a tiger would be really <laughs> sadistic to be juggling testicles Another of tiger's other tigers. Ball, yeah. Yes, yeah. Um, the devil's tiger. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, that concludes Wiki of the Week. Good one. We'll be right back with Brittany Nichols. All right. Welcome back. Uh, we're here with Brittany Nichols. Hi, Brittany. Hello. Hi. All right. Uh, you uh, wanted to talk about something that I want to talk about all day, every day, <laughs> which is Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you actually, you have a Hamilton podcast. I do, yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's it called? Hamilton the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> it's good you grabbed that before someone else did. Yeah. <laughs> someone else actually took it from us. Really? Well, they like, I don't know if I want to put them on blast. I will. I don't care. do it. Who cares? They like started one and they called it that. And it was after we had already been doing it. And then they emailed us like, oh, oops. We, but we're going to still call it that. What? Yeah. No. Why it was also like, you didn't Google yeah, you to gotta, check. Yeah, you got to check. Yeah. Do your research. Yeah. Fuck that. We checked when we were naming our podcast and there yeah. was one that was already taken. So we didn't do it. Oh, yeah. What was it? I forget. I think it was something. It wasn't as good as Baby it Jesus. Wasn't as good <laughs> as for Baby sure, Jesus. Which also was already taken, but not by a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> just by a series of really excellent movies. Excellent films. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot about those. <laughs> Oops. 
that's I think the main point of this podcast is like to chat for an hour and a half about whatever and then just like the main point is so people are like oh right Baby Geniuses was a movie yeah yeah um, <laughs> <laughs> this is all just filler just so that something keeps popping up on iTunes called Baby Geniuses yeah um, <laughs> we're boosting it so okay uh, let's talk about Hamilton what was your first like exposure to it my first exposure was my friend Lauren actually saw it while I was at the public. Oh, shit, before Broadway. Yeah. Wow. Um, and so when the cast recording came out, she sent it to me as a gift on iTunes because she knew if it was up to me, <laughs> I would take my sweet time <laughs> like getting to it. So she just sent it to me. Yeah. And was it immediate that you liked it or? Um, you know, I didn't know much about it at all so i just like was sort of just like listening and skipping around and then she was like you dummy like listen to it (laughs) listen to it in order like basically every part of the show is in there yeah you'll be able to like know what's up and i just latched on to like a few songs and i would like listen to them while i was working out and then like eventually i was like hmm i'll listen to a few more (laughs) and then i just like grew into it and i became obsessed oh interesting yeah okay just like stopped working out i'd be like wait what what's happening in this part (laughs) (laughs) oh no you won the duel (laughs) um oh i just had a question and i completely what are the songs that you listen to while you're working out um, so the first songs that I listened to, I listened to My Shot, I listened to Skylar Sisters, and I listened to, uh, what else did I listen to? The Cabinet Battle. Oh, yeah. Those are really good. And those, and I was, so I would just listen to them out of context. <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Skylar Sisters is like early enough on that you can listen to it out of context and still kind of get an idea for what's happening. Mm-hmm. Like that's a very introductory yeah. song. Yeah. Um, I feel like I started listening to it just because all my coworkers were talking about how good it was, and they also started trying to rap it. <laughs> and I was no. like, oh, oh, this no. should probably not be my first exposure <laughs> to this song. <laughs> and my coworker, Claudia, used to uh, try and get as far as she could through a song and then just do gibberish for the words <laughs> that she didn't know. <laughs> um, so the podcast that you do, you guys go song by song. Mm-hmm. Um, and have you, so have you seen it yet or no, no? I have not. Oh man. Are you, are you like, obviously you want to, right? Yeah, I want to. I'm just poor. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, It's insanely, I mean, it's coming to LA, but it's still like really, really hard to get tickets. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I can't wait till they're doing it in high schools and then like people just start showing up to high school theater all of a sudden. (laughs) (laughs) I had some tweet about like, I can't wait for like ritzy white high schools to do productions of Hamilton. It was very popular. (laughs) Oh, yeah, dude. I had a really popular Hamilton tweet recently, too. And I was like, oh, shit, this is the thing we're supposed to be tweeting about, I guess. (laughs) Which was just about how I was so glad that uh, that musical came out after Glee went off the air. (laughs) Oh, yeah, yeah. Because they would definitely be doing. Oh, God. Oh, you're so right. (laughs) Oh, my God. Wait, but I do really love some Glee songs. <laughs> I think some of their covers are better than the original. Oh, really? Name them. I think I like Glee's version of PYT. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. I mean, I don't hate Glee. I just think they would have fucked, <laughs> fucked Hamilton up. Oh, my God. <laughs> People in this room are really mad about this. <laughs> are you, so are you like a theater person? Do you like... 
I like musicals, yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm. So it wasn't uh, like a hard sell for you. Because I feel like I know some people who like it who don't like musical theater. Mm -hmm. Um, It's like bridge that gap. And then I know some people who are like, oh, fuck this. I can't listen to it. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. What about, I've only listened to it once. And I was like, this is great. And then I never listened to it again. (laughs) I don't know what's wrong with me. makes no sense to me. I know. But what is it about it that's so addictive, do you think? Um, Maybe I just need to listen yeah. to it again what, before what do you I, think? I find what that is. It is really good, and yeah. the music's good, and it's mm-hmm. catchy, but there is something. Um, I think the character development is, like, really great and more, much more, like, relatable as, like, a human person than, like, most people in musicals. Most people in musicals, you're not like, I'm that person. Like, yeah. You're yeah. like, oh, what? They're a weirdo. Yeah. Um. What yeah, else? the music is so good. Yeah. The music is really good. I think it's also just like the story is really involving and you learn a lot by mm-hmm. listening to it. And then like the more you sort of learn and understand about like the story they're telling, the more you sort of value the intricacy of the lyrics and like how much detail they're able to pack in into like really short amounts of time. Mm-hmm. And then you're just kind of like, it's just also, it's just really, really impressive. Yeah. And you always catch something new. It's like with my favorite movies and like TV shows like 30 Rock and like stuff like that. It's like every time yeah. I watch it, I like get a new joke or get a new yeah. reference. Oh, I love stuff like and that And it's too. like that, but with music. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. There are like, it's, yeah, I, 30 Rock is a really good comparison. Yeah, I, I can rewatch it forever. Yeah. I never get sick of it. It's so dense and there are so many callbacks and that's like true of this too. It's mm-hmm. like a lot of, a lot of like themes and words keep coming back throughout the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I saw it, uh, a few weeks ago. It was amazing. I definitely feel like I had been listening to it a little bit too much right beforehand. (laughs) Um, but it was like, I mean, it was, it was incredible. Did you cry? Um, I did. You know what? I didn't cry. I mean, at the very end, I was sobbing uncontrollably, but like, (laughs) I kind of expected to cry more throughout. And I think part of the reason why I didn't is because I was um, listening to it so much right before I went and that like, I knew everything that was going to happen. Like, I know the story so well now that I'm like, okay, I know when this character is going to die. I know Mm -hmm. when this character is going to die. Um... And I've cried about, I've cried to it so much already just listening to it mm-hmm. um, that I was more just crying at the end because I was like, couldn't believe that I saw it and couldn't yeah. believe like how intense. Also, okay, can I tell you? I mean, I don't know. Do you want me to ruin any of the things that aren't on the soundtrack? There's only like a couple things and it's not like plot points, but basically I'll just say at the very end, so you know how Eliza sings the last song? Yeah. Uh, the one thing that they didn't put on the cast recording is like at the end of that song, she just stands downstage center and just screams. Whoa. What? <laughs> Did I just ruin something big for really? you? Really? Yeah. It's fucking crazy. What? <laughs> what? No one has ever mentioned that. Really? And maybe they don't do it every time. I bet <laughs> maybe you they she ch- was having a weird day and you just caught her. <laughs> she it's never like, does that any other time. It's like the song ends and then she's downstage and she just goes, ah! <laughs> Wow. It's so intense. Oh my goodness. <laughs> does oh that boy. Ma- make sense in context of what she's... Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's not, like... But it's also, that song is like so soft. Yeah. So then to have her like scream... <laughs> Yeah, it's not. Yeah, it's choice. it's more of a wail, I guess. Like Ugh. it's like a wail of like. 
Yeah, it's yeah. a grief whale. Mm-hmm. Um, but the girl who was sitting next to us was like a high schooler, and just the second it started, she just immediately started weeping. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> and that was pretty cool. Yeah, I couldn't listen to the last two songs on the soundtrack because I just would cry every time. Oh really? Wow. Yeah. Oh man, that's cool. Though. Has that continued or? I have it under control now. <laughs> uh, I just I get take, like I take very pills. into it. Like that's the other thing. It's like I. You know, when you sing along the songs a lot of time, you yeah. just are just like saying the words and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like you get so invested. It's like you're performing. Yeah. yeah. Like I feel like Aaron Burr sometimes <laughs> when I'm doing it. Oh, yeah, totally. I never realized I would ever relate so much to that guy from the Got Milk commercial. <laughs> <laughs> But apparently... Wow, the great poll. Thank you very much. I mean, that is how I knew his name up until Hamilton came out. Um, It's really, I mean, there's also, it's just like there's a lot of acting in in their singing. Mm -hmm. Like they do a lot of sing acting, which I like a Mm -hmm. lot. It's one of the things I like the best about Lemonade is when she's like, (laughs) you know, like when you hear a little bit of a pain come through in her voice. Um, yeah, that part where her voice cracks in that one song on Lemonade. Yeah. That, that's the thing that makes me cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you you studied American history. Do you feel like that's part of why you like it? or um, Probably, yeah. Because, I mean, it's it relates to so many things that are happening right now. Yeah. And I really like looking at, like, TV and music and being like, oh, how does this reflect on, like, the world around us? And how is this a comment on stuff? Because I think that's, like, m- easier to, like, tell someone then like oh go read this novel or go read yeah. this book or whatever it's like oh if you listen to this song it's referencing like what is happening right now yeah absolutely i feel that way too um are you do you feel like doing the podcast has like uh intensified your appreciation for it or do you mm-hmm. feel like yeah oh yeah yeah because i I'm just like, I'm looking for stuff now. So it's like before I would just like happen upon it. I'd be like, oh, this little part of this song is also in this other song. And now it's like, I'm really like analyzing <laughs> it being like, oh, I know these drums are like somewhere else, but there are 48 <laughs> songs. And now I have to find like what five second portion of some other song these drums are from. Uh, what's the response been like to people who listen to it? Uh, they really they really like it. I yeah. mean, yeah, it's like... I th- it seems like it would uh, self-select. For yeah, it has like a <laughs> natural audience already. So it's just like a matter of people that like it hearing about the podcast. Because once they hear about it, they're like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'll listen to that, yeah. There are like three of them, though. There are like three really? Hamilton podcasts, yeah. yeah. Have you listened to the other ones? Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Ours is without a doubt the best. So why would I waste my time? It's the right answer. Um, what were the other things? Oh, the other thing we wanted to talk to you about was basketball. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're a big basketball fan. You play, right? Yeah, I've played basketball since I was like six or something. Oh, wow. Oh, shit. Yeah. So. You're pretty good. Yeah, I, pl- I played in high school and college. And I play in the LA City Municipal Basketball League currently. Oh, cool. Um, tell me about that. How does that work? <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the sixth season of it. And it started, uh, I guess, a couple years ago now, where it was basically like a lot of female comedians and female comedy actresses and writers and stand-ups and stuff uh, were like, let's do this basketball league. Uh, and the league already existed, right? No. Or no, you guys started it? It it was not in existence. There was no women's basketball oh, league shit. Uh, in this like area of L.A. 
Um, and so then it started out as, I think, like eight teams or something. And it's grown to be 24 now. Holy shit. Yeah, it's like really taken off. And it's and it's like all grown. comedians. Well, and it isn't anymore. And yeah. Like now my team is called The Beatdown. And we were one of the <laughs> original teams. And now there are like four divisions of the league. Whoa. And we're in the top like division. And there are... There's like one other team that's a majority of like entertainment people. And then it, the rest are just people that just love basketball. <laughs> like people that played in high school and college and just like really love it and are very good. And then like us is like half people that really love it and are in comedy. And then just half people that have never played before but are like improvisers. <laughs> <laughs> They're just yes anding. Yeah. Just sort of sports. <laughs> um, that's tight. Are there, like, do you feel like you've had to, like, teach the other people on your team how to play? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they've gotten a lot better. I mean, yeah. we play every Tuesday. Uh, sometimes we practice. Sometimes we play pickup on Sundays. It's great. I, I met a lot of people through it. Uh, it's how I keep up with my friends because, like, now I see my friends, like, at least once a week at oh these games. That sounds nice. That sounds yeah. so nice. I'm, I was just talking about how I never see people anymore. Yeah. It's hard. <laughs> It's really hard. so busy. Yeah. We, we, what would our team sport be that would get us to go out and... Because I'm not good at I basketball. Know, yeah. it, is, it is well documented that <laughs> I'm You don't have to be really good. Bad. That's the yeah, great thing. But yeah. I'm so bad you would be mad at me if I played <laughs> Well, there you. are like... Now there are tiers. So there's like a lowest tier of like people yeah. that have just like basically never really played before. <gasps> we yeah. should play on that tier. Yeah. Yeah. That there, would there be would, There would be tiers. <laughs> play. I mean, I've talked about this on stage, but I, I used to be kind of into basketball, mm-hmm. but like not enough to be good at it. <laughs> um, and so I played on like an intramural team mm-hmm. and there were six people on my team and my team nickname was six because I was always the last person that they would play. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And I was so bad at basketball. But enthusiastic. (laughs) Enthusiastic. But at a certain point I was like, I don't like this because I'm not good at it. Mm. And I don't like things that I'm not good at. Yeah, Yeah. me neither. (laughs) I think that's why it's really appealing to people and like so fun and such a great community because it is like when you're an adult, you don't have to do things that you're bad at anymore. Yeah. Yeah. You can just be like, mm, I'm not going to do that because I don't want to look like an idiot. <laughs> and this is like a bunch of women being like, I don't give a shit. Like, I just want to have fun. I'm willing to do something that I'm bad at because it's a good time. Yeah. 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 That's very inspiring to me. It is. Maybe not to play. I mean, maybe I, I should play basketball. I do like sports now that I'm not being forced to do them in high school physical <laughs> yeah. fitness class. And I'm like, oh, yeah, sports are fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to do anything to get out of doing sports in high school. Me too. I skipped it all the time. The <laughs> only thing I purposely got out of was, uh, first of all, it's worth mentioning, I went to like a high school that was like 93% black. Okay. And so it was, I don't know if it was related <laughs> at all, but I guess there was like a need to teach people how to swim. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that stereotype, I guess, is true. Uh, and so freshman year, you had to take swimming. Oh. It was like a requirement. And the only way you can get out is if you were a varsity athlete, then you could take conditioning instead of that. And so I <laughs> never took swimming. I can swim. I won't die. But I'm like not good at it. And I don't enjoy it. I feel like yeah. that's a bad atmosphere to learn it too. Like in high school where you have to 
Oh, it's so uncomfortable. Yeah, that, that seems like something that you need to learn young in order to actually enjoy doing it. Maybe, Maybe yeah. I'm wrong. I think so. You have to learn it before you realize you you could die very easily. Yeah. It's also a like pe- skateboarding. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what <laughs> yeah. I <mean>. skateboarding. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's also a better a better thing to learn how to do before you hate your body. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's just so body revealing. It's yeah. like <laughs> you'll just like forever be traumatized by like being in a bathing suit in front of people. Oh yeah. If you don't, if you aren't like, because when I was little, I didn't give a fuck. I mean, I I don't. I like have returned to not giving a fuck. Yeah. But then there was like a long period of giving a fuck. Yeah. yeah. In, in middle school and high school, it's like no, you shouldn't have to show your body that much, and you shouldn't have to wear a swim cap and look like an alien, and like yeah, yeah. it's traumatizing. Yeah. That's super dramatizing. Um, okay. The last thing before we go to expert hour was you mentioned right before we <laughs> went on mic that we should look up the Wikipedia page for lesbianism. Yes, correct. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what is it that you like about this page? There's a paragraph that describes lesbian sex. Uh, I don't know if you guys have found it. I think <clears throat> if you like control F like, eyes or something because i think there's something about like deeply gazing into each other's eyes oh my god wait oh i haven't found it i haven't found it there's only one instance of the word eyes wait yeah um hand holding might be in there (laughs) (laughs) it's like not doing not doing much for our reputation i think i might be on the wrong page maybe i'm on the page for lesbian but maybe is it like the page for lesbian sex or something or Lesbian sex. Wait. Oops. Me... When I search that, I get a lot of stuff that. I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, is it? Is this the page? It might be. Yeah. Okay. It's the page for lesbian sexual practices. Oh. Yes. Here it is. Here it is. Okay. Okay. Read that. Read that. <laughs> Do you want to read it? <laughs> All right. <laughs> sex with the woman includes touching, kissing, smiling, <laughs> looking serious, what? embracing, talking. Digital intercourse, caressing, looking, cunnilingus, undressing, remembering later, making sounds, sometimes gently biting, sometimes crying, and breathing and sighing together. That's all true, right? That's all true. Do you like remembering later? Fuck. It really feels like a personal attack when I read it. <laughs> it's oh so God. bad. It's so insulting. I don't know why it's there. But this it specifically says that sex educator and feminist Sherry Heat stated that one of her female research subjects had written this. And yeah. it's like a quote from They're all nutcases though. That's just not a thing. Yeah. Oh my Looking. God. <laughs> Looking. <laughs> Looking serious. <laughs> What? No. Smiling? <laughs> this is just so broad. How did you find this? Were you just <laughs> just looking? I can't remember. <laughs> I mean, some other lesbian like told me about it. Oh my god! I really, I really, really love this. Um, okay, we I should... like want to get it on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and also, I mean, now you probably have had lesbian sex, whether you realize. <laughs> or not i guess i have i do remember later a yeah, lot. yeah I've, been, I've been doing some of that but if i don't remember later did it happen yeah. 
was it really a lesbian lesbian sex if I don't remember it? I guess not. Maybe that's why I consider myself straight is I just don't mm-hmm, remember just any don't, of the lesbian. Yeah. I do like making sounds. <laughs> and sometimes crying. <laughs> Oh my god! This part, like the person who wrote that part, just has their own issues. I yeah. think. Yeah. Um, okay. Uh, if people want to find out more about you, uh, Hamilton the podcast. They should Hamilton look up. the podcast. I also have another podcast called Brand New Podcast. You can listen to that too. Right. Um, and follow Brittany on Twitter because she's really funny. Oh yeah, your Twitter is really great. Thank yeah. you. What's At B is hilarious. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like the confidence in that Twitter handle. I made it up before I was in comedy at all. Oh, really? Yeah, which is why it was fine. Yeah. So then, <laughs> and then I transitioned and I was like, and I changed it to my name for a little bit. Uh-huh. So I was just at Brittany Nichols and then I was like, nope, I got a brand. I got to go back. Yeah, that's good. I love that. <laughs> that's really funny. Um, okay, it's time now for Expert Hour. What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. We need an expert. We need an expert. We need an expert hour. Welcome to Expert Hour. Let's introduce our guest this week. Very excited to have her with us. She's here to talk to us about brunch. Please welcome Kelly Kellerman. Wow. Okay. Hi, guys. Hi. How are you? Oh, my God. I'm so excited to be here. I literally, I just like being at a table with women is my favorite thing. Aww, how <laughs> oh, nice. Legitimately. Like, my number one. This is kind of like a brunch sort of atmosphere. I know, but it's yeah. not brunch because there's not like, um, I mean, I, I don't want to like get ahead of myself, but like the technicalities of brunch are not present. So it's like technically not brunch. This could be considered like a pre-brunch if we were going to go out later. I see. Like this would be like us meeting up, maybe having like a quick bevy here before (laughs) we go to actual brunch because this is not real brunch. Also in order for, I mean like, I guess if this were the group that we had decided on and everyone was present, then yes, this could be like pre-brunch. Pre-brunch. But if we still had to meet people there, it's not brunch until everybody's present. Oh, wow. So. Oh, okay. Well, so we're getting really like right into the technicalities oh, yeah, of this. So let's... <laughs> I can't help it. So why don't you... <laughs> no, but I, I love it. Let's let's just jump right in. So so tell us, what is brunch? Okay. <laughs> it's like, I know it sounds like it wouldn't be complicated, but actually it ends up being quite complicated very often because people don't like... God, I'm sorry. Like, it's frustrating to even talk about because it's like people are like, oh, I had brunch yesterday. And I'm like, okay, how many people said they were going to be there? And they're like, four. And I'm like, how many people actually showed up? They're like, three. I'm like, eh, not brunch. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh. Okay. Yeah, so someone no, no. cancels. Yeah, it's someone not... cancels, then everyone should cancel. Oh, wow. Yeah. Whoa. Well, because it's like, it's very strict. Yeah. Well, brunch is like, okay, brunch is like an ancient female, like, bonding ritual. It's like a modern take on an ancient female bonding ritual. And so in order for everybody to bond, it's like time with your biffles. You know what I mean? It's like it's like, um, like is- a modern day coven that happens in the day. <laughs> wow. You know what's, what a, I mean? what's a biffle? A biffle? Oh, my God. A best, best friend for life. A biffle. Oh. Yeah, like your biffle. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's like first you have to decide like who are my biffles? Like who is essential? Who absolutely has to be there? You oh, know? Wow, okay. Yeah. yeah. So then and then it's like, oh my God. Now this is like the real hard part. It's like scheduling. Okay. I mean, we can all yeah. say that. Like scheduling is the worst. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's really hard. It's um difficult. But like if you have dedication and maybe like a actual good friends who care about you and aren't gonna just not show up at the last minute, then you can have a successful brunch. Um, 
So mostly it's like you want to make sure that the people who you have who you have scheduled to be there, like the people who you care mo- most about in the world, like that they're going to arrive when they say they're going to arrive and they're not going to just be like, you know, oh, I'm sorry. My cousin Tim is coming back from Iraq and I have to go meet him at the airport or whatever. Because yeah. it's like you made a schedule and you made a plan and so you stick to the plan if you really care about somebody. So that's like the first thing about brunch is like, you uh, know, it's just like being mm-hmm. there for the people. Wow. Okay. Who yeah. you've agreed to. Okay. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about, um, I guess, so does it matter? I mean, brunch is, I think most people kind of just understand it as like a combination of breakfast and lunch. Yes. At what point is it just breakfast? Oh, well, gosh. Okay. Brunch in and of itself, like the time doesn't matter. It's more about the feeling. Oh. Do you know what hmm. I'm saying? Like it definitely should happen before 3 p.m. Uh-huh. Like you can't start a brunch after 3 p.m. Yeah, that'd be mm-hmm. ridiculous. Yeah. yeah, then it's more just like pre-going out drinks with the gals or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Or like, you know, I don't know, like lining your stomach, <laughs> you know, for the night <laughs> or whatever. It's like definitely important that you – like a couple things like you definitely need to do a brunch is like you need to consume as many calories during this one meal as you would normally <laughs> consume like during in a whole day. Oh, <laughs> wow. Um, that's like very important um, because like – you know, otherwise it's like, it's like you want it to feel like your whole day has happened at that table with like the people who you care the most about in the world and who mean so much to you and who are like such important friends in your life. And you want to, you want to look at them and you want to tell them all the things that you've been thinking about in like the last week or the last month or however long it's been since you were all able to be there together. It's like, you want to, have that time where it's like, you know, when someone says to you, like, can you pass me the ketchup? Yeah. You know, that feeling, you know, and you're like, yes, I can because I can help you. Like, yeah, it's like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess that's kind of like a sort of like a micro generosity. Yeah. <laughs> um. It's also in some ways, like I get what you're saying as far as micro, but let's think macro for a second about like what it really means about the people who showed up yeah. that day. When they said they would be there and they sat down at the table with you and then they said, can you pass the ketchup? And then you were able to provide something with them. And then they were able to provide something for you, which is like someone to listen to stuff that's going on in your life. Mm -hmm. Wow. You know what I mean? There are like things that you can literally only talk about at brunch. Oh, like what? Um, Okay. Like, uh, (laughs) like what's going on with um, any boys in your life? Uh, what's going on with your um, career there it's like pretty much the time okay you could say stuff like this otherwise yeah but like at brunch it means something mm-hmm. you see what i'm saying yeah, mm-hmm. i do okay um mike okay the first thing that sort of jumps to my mind um when you're talking about this is like you know, I find brunch to be sometimes a stressful experience. Oh my and God. Yeah. Oh, my God. oh my God, me too. Yeah. Oh my God, yes. Um, yes. Yes. Oh my God. I, I get w- it. I get you. I would say that like people canceling is like maybe Ugh. the one oh the God. one thing that I know happens Ugh. at brunch. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's hard to it's so No. <laughs> That is not the one thing that happens at brunch. That is the one thing that makes a brunch not happen. Do you see what I'm saying? It's literally like, just put it in your fucking calendar and commit. Like, it is not that hard to show up if somebody says, we're all going to meet at Egg Harbor at 11 a.m. And you, Becky, 
fucking show up at 11 a.m. And you are there because I made a fucking reservation. You know? Wow. I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Clearly. <laughs> so I'm fine. I'm so fine. I'm sorry. God, so I, I, I take it from your tone that you've never had to cancel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I really wish that was true. I really wish that was true. You know, when you think you have like a crew, like a brunch bunch, yeah. Uh-huh. you know, yeah. when you think you have like a, I don't know, like a, 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 a bunch of biffles who will just like <laughs> head out to, to brunch with you, like a brunch bunch, you know, I and, you've so, got, yeah. and it's yeah. like, you know, you're like Lisa, Megan, Tally, that's me, Courtney, Carrie, Kristen, that's you big, know, big group, six. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, that the ideal number? It is. Well, yeah. um, you can have as few as four. Um, sex in the city, right? <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and you can have you can have as many as eight. You don't want to go above eight because then it's like, well, how are we going to split the check? What's going on with the tables? Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But the most important thing is literally that everybody who said they would be there is there. <laughs> so how often do you pull off a successful brunch? That's a great question. Yeah. <clears throat> I I am still trying to achieve success in the brunch realm. Wow. I know. God, I feel like a fraud. I feel like a fraud. I came in here. I said I'm no, an expert no, at brunch. No, no. I said I'm an expert at brunch. And then like I can't even get my five fucking best friends to show up all at one time and just be at a table together. I tried withholding medical information from them. What do you mean? I was just like, I texted and I was like, hey, you guys, went to the doctor, tell you all about it at brunch. <gasps> oh, shit. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then Tristan still did not show up. Is that true, though? Is something, are you okay? I mean, I was like getting checked out. Just, I thought it, I thought I had herpes, but it was an ingrown hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was- must have made for a, a really scrumptious brunch. <laughs> <laughs> well, it didn't happen because Tristan did not show up. So Tristan didn't show up. So did you guys still eat? Yeah, but it wasn't brunch. Oh, what? why not? Because not everybody who said they were going to be there was there. Okay. I feel like you're kind of setting yourself up to fail with, yeah. I mean, this is Los Angeles. Like, people don't show up. That's like the people main thing. People are flaky here. Yeah, yeah, I know. And this is like the true test yeah. of yeah. friendship, yeah. of like who really cares about you. Do you know what I'm saying? Um, I, I'm, I'd like to change the subject to um, <laughs> my biggest sort of, you know, issue with brunch is that like, very often when you have like a big group getting together on the weekend for brunch, it's like no one wants to do it before like 11. And at yeah. 11, you everybody know, everybody wants to do it. Everybody wants to do it. And so crowded. It's so crowded. I so know. how do you recommend sort of dealing with that kind of? Uh, You're going to want to make a reservation, number one. Like yeah. don't go anywhere that doesn't take a reservation. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You're going to look on Yelp. You're going to find things with three stars or less. And then you're going to make a reservation there. Then you're going to have a lot more ample tables, things like that. You know, that's like a hot tip for people who don't care about what kind of food they're eating, but just want (laughs) to see people. Uh Like I might place myself Mm -hmm. squarely in that category. Like I'm definitely just 
it's like I don't really care like what we're eating. I mean, you definitely have to have a mix of savory and sweet mm-hmm. and at least 1,600 to 2,500 calories. <laughs> but like other than that, you know, for me, it's just like the quality of the company really sweetens the food. That's you know tough I mean? though. I feel like you maybe would lure people out a little better if you were at a mm-hmm. better place. Yeah, some yeah. of like bottomless mimosas maybe. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm very into drinking, like definitely very into drinking. Um, also, I've noticed that the more you drink, the less you care about the quality of the food. Again, it just like all comes back to that. But mm-hmm. also, you know, it's like um, I can't – it's really – it's a hard sell to be like, hey, gals, let's go stand on a sidewalk for an hour and a half. Like yeah. that's not yeah. a hot sell. And I'm already having maybe a couple of problems getting people to fucking show up when they say they'll show up. But like, you know, to me – to me, it's just it's more about like let's get there, let's let's sit down, and then let like let's hash it out. Let's say how we really feel. Like let's say what's going on. Let's discuss lemonade. You know what I mean? Wow. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like that's what I'm. That's like what I have literally not had a conversation at brunch about lemonade with someone, and I feel like that's a fucking crime against femininity. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? I agree. So it's like, <sighs> could you? Uh, is it possible to just like host a brunch at your house? It's like technically you can, mm-hmm. you know, you technically can, but that's like not as good. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, it's like not as good. If you can get everybody to a place together, that's like commitment. But, and especially if it's like out in the world, cause like you don't want to have to be a, you know, I don't know how many stars I got. My kitchen has on Yelp, but like, Probably like one. Like <laughs> I, I don't really cook very well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. like to me, I'd rather I'd rather meet up. That makes sense. Oh my gosh! I also just want you to know that I did think I. So like I'm, you know, I'm in a brunch bunch. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking that if you ever wanted to make a bunch like for brunch, you could make a Ben Chunch brunch bunch. Oh, I would love that. Um, oh, yeah. I mean, I'm, it might just be. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah, that'd be great. And then <laughs> maybe lunch. We, I'm not a morning person, but. Um, ben yeah. Chunch lunch bunch. I mean, it it, as long good. as it happens, as long as it happens before three, it can still be brunch. Yeah, right? That's true. Brunch. That's true. Could yeah. be a, a late. That's actually brunch. the secret about brunch is because on the weekends there actually isn't a lunch time. Yeah, all day is brunch until about three, and then it's dinner. That's great. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like facts. So what what do you do if you're you know, let's say unemployed? Are you allowed to have brunch during the week? No. Mm, no, okay. there are two days available for brunch. They are Saturday and they are Sunday. Perhaps if there's some kind of holiday, you could have it on like a Monday. Mm-hmm. But not really. Like, not really. <laughs> All right. You know what? No, you can't. Just Saturday <laughs> and Sunday. That's it. No. I'm sorry. I have to be strict on this one yeah. because, you know, it's like if there aren't rules, then it's like mayhem. Could you do it on like... A yacht or something? Um, hell yes. Yeah. Yes, you could <laughs> definitely do it on a yacht. If you have access to a do yacht a, on a weekend, do you have a yacht that you've been wondering what to do with? Yeah, I haven't named it yet. Oh I my haven't. gosh. Okay, let me think of some things you could call your yacht. Um, uh, you guys, we actually, like, our last expert that we had on was a, um, a boat naming a expert. Boat naming expert. Oh, yeah. my God. You guys want to just listen yeah, to that episode? Yeah, we should link up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he was really good. He gave us some really good advice. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So let's um let's talk about some like conversation topics for brunch. Like what are your favorite um things to get into with your brunch? Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Like thank you for asking. 
Oh my God. Like literally I feel sometimes like I don't have, oh God, it feels so good. So some things I like to talk about are just like recent conversations that I've had with people who I thought, I, um, you know, who I was like trying, like, like recent conversations where things went bad. You know what mm -hmm, I mean? Uh -huh. Like, like mm -hmm. I like to tell like stories of just like, you know, embarrassment and things that went wrong with me. I also, again, I like to release medical results over brunch. Definitely <laughs> like to keep people up to date with, you know, my health and my, my mental health as well. I'd like to, oh my gosh. I also, yeah, I do like to recap some therapy sessions as well. Mm -hmm. I think of brunches like a therapy session. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, same as that one. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. You get me. Mm -hmm. Okay. Do the uh, other uh, members of your bunch kind of see it the same way do they use it as therapy as well i mean yes cool. like you know it's like remember how i said that like we're it's like a coven you know what i mean yeah. Yeah. like i'm definitely like which number one? Oh wow you okay. know what i mean mm -hmm. so it's like i start off the double double toil and trouble and then it's like everybody else puts little eye of newt into the cauldron <laughs> and then in the end we've got like you know a bunch of mimosas and like everybody's having a good time uh -huh. and then like afterwards we all like keep hanging out and then like maybe we go back to my house and then we all get ready together and then we all go out right and then we just oh, like yeah. hit the town and then it's like been a full day of just like me and my best gal pals and we're just like having the time of our lives and then we're like out on the dance floor <laughs> and I'm like grinding up on somebody and then I make eye contact with my friend like I don't want to be dancing with this guy anymore and then <laughs> she comes over here and then she like saves me and I'm like thanks girl and then we like high five and we go drink a bunch of like martinis and then we like go back out oh and then it's like three in the morning and we're like oh so hungry and so we go and do it all again it's like double brunch within one day <laughs> wow. yeah has that actually happened is that or is it like more of a kind of dream scenario that's more of a dream scenario. yeah, yeah it's a fantasy yeah scenario. that's yeah, like yeah, a yeah. that's an ideal that's situation. an ideal situation that's like a that's, I don't know, perfect it's, day. It's beautiful, it's, yeah. It's interesting that in your dream scenario, you're dancing with a guy you don't want to be dancing with. <laughs> so that my friend can save me. It's so my friend can save yeah, me. Yeah, so she can friendship. prove like, how much of a good friend she is to me. Okay? Because like literally, have you ever been dancing with someone you don't want to be dancing with? Like they're dancing up on you and you're Girl, looking stop. around. You're like, somebody, please help mm -hmm. me out. And then you look around and like it, you make eye contact with your friend and like maybe she thinks you're into it and then it's like sucks you know like i'm not into it like help me out here like i'm always on the lookout for my friends who need me oh yeah yeah <laughs> legit if i ever yeah. go out dancing with my friends i'm like who needs to be saved who needs to be saved who needs to be saved i'm looking for you looking for you looking for you you know what i mean wow um has anyone ever sort of um like left your bunch voluntarily mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm. oh good question like, I mean, we've definitely, we've lost people over the years, you mm -hmm. know, I don't know if they like volunteered so much. Um, they just kind of stopped responding to texts and then, um, you know, then kind of did like a soft unfollow on uh, social media. Kind of a soft, yeah, a soft unfollow where like you don't realize because they <laughs> yeah. haven't, well, it's because like, okay, like let's just say, for instance, someone whose name is... B Bali okay let's just her name is Molly um <laughs> let's just say somebody uh you know it's like she didn't necessarily unfriend me mm -hmm. but she just unfollowed me yeah. do you see what I'm saying so mm -hmm. it's like she's just not seeing any of my updates mm -hmm. but like technically oh. she's still my friend I guess I've had someone like yeah like not 
unfriend me, but like change my settings so I couldn't see as many of her posts Ugh. before. Oh, you know? oh my God, they treated you like family. Do you know <laughs> that's, that's what you do to your family, your family that you don't like and don't want to know about your real life. That's not like treating you like the good kind of family. Like, hey, girl, come on over, sleep over. You can, you know, hang out whenever you want. Here's an extra key. Like that kind of family, Mm -hmm. you know, or like, you know, here's a hug whenever you need it. Or like, you know, what are you doing today? Like calling you kind of family. That's just like the shitty family who you don't want to talk to who like, you know, you're afraid that if they knew your true political leanings, they wouldn't (laughs) talk to you anymore. Yeah. Um, if I'm having some trouble assembling my own brunch bunch, how oh, is, yeah. how should I, you know, That's rope some question. people in? Okay, yeah. okay, okay. Well, you know, a good way to gauge interest is to just like text everybody in your phone. Okay. And just like, wow. yeah, just text everybody in your phone and then like with the word brunch question mark, like see, mm. you'll <laughs> probably get a couple responses mm-hmm. and then there you can build like your base crew from there. Mm. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. You might get some responses, you know, from people that, that like don't live in town or something like that. You can X those people out, but it's usually like the people who like really want friends that are going to text back a group crazy text like that. Mm-hmm. So that's, I find that that's like, that's going to be a good building block. And then from there, this is the biggest part. Make a plan and see who the fuck shows up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because the people who do not show up are not your real friends. Wow. You know, they don't care about hearing the things that are happening in your life. Medically. Medically, (laughs) mentally, any of the things that are going on, like, any of the struggles that you're having, they don't care about them. They're just too selfish and they want to sleep in with their brand new boyfriend or whatever. Um, So just, you know, count those people out from the beginning. Don't give them a piece of your heart. Because once you have broken French toast with somebody, it's like, it's a sisterhood and you want to, you don't want people who are going to play with your heart like that yeah. Don't let them in. So I guess that's something I could say to begin with. Just yeah. don't let somebody who's going to, you know, just gauge their interest from the get go. Okay. You know? So like on Facebook, like maybe just like Facebook is a good way to start. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, Facebook is hard, though, because it's more like fake book. Am I right? Oh, my God. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, it that's is. so true. It is. <laughs> it is so like fake book. It's yeah. like people are so fake on there. Like the only time that you can really know someone is when you're like gazing into their eyes over a plate of scrambled eggs, you know? Wow. You guys yeah. want to go get brunch right now? <gasps> oh, yes. Mm-hmm. <gasps> Starving. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. A thousand times. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. Wait, what day is it? Oh, it's, today is Thursday. This is going to come out on a Monday. <laughs> Well, then we are not going. I'm sorry, you guys. Like, but definitely call me this weekend. I will exchange oh. phone numbers with all of you. You can only do okay. brunch on a weekend? Saturday, Sunday. Those are the two roles. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. shit. I'm so wow. sorry. Strict. Yeah. Um, seriously, I love you guys. And I'm so happy that we are all such good friends now. Me too. Like, yeah. legitimately, I feel, I feel almost as close as if we, like, passed syrup to each other or something like that. Oh, wow. But I feel very close to you guys. <laughs> like, literally, I think you guys are, like, my sisters now. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. I have a real it feels sister. so good. <laughs> I mean, I have a real sister too, but it's just like you know, this is that kind of sisterhood that you that you choose. You know, mm. it's like your your brunch biffles are like the the sisters you choose. Yeah, and I choose you guys. Oh, very flattering. Okay. <laughs>
<laughs> well, <clears throat> I had a one last question. Can, is it possible to eat brunch with a man? Ooh. Great cue. Um, Great question. Nope. <laughs> cool. That's what I thought. <laughs> All right. Ladies only. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that concludes Expert Hour. It's time now for What Did I Learn? What did I learn? Uh, Lisa, what did you learn today? I'm, I really just learned the biggest fact. You just can't have brunch with a man. You just can't. <laughs> um, Ever. Brittany, what did you learn today? Uh, I, I learned that uh, foxes love interspecies fucking. <laughs> That's true. And it makes the sky dance. Yeah, it makes the sky beautiful. <laughs> Kelly, what did you learn today? I learned that friendship can be found anywhere. I'm a little insulted by that. <laughs> oh, no. I just mean, like, I didn't I didn't come into this thinking, like, I would find my new three best friends in the world. Oh. I'm like... Don't think that. You know, still. I, like, sat down at the table, and now I'm like, oh, my gosh. My life has changed. <laughs> For the better. <laughs> so, yeah. That's all. I just mean, like, you know, keep your mind open. Have faith. Believe. You know? Uh, live, live with your heart. Open, but also close to people who are going to hurt you. Yeah. I, I'm worried about this because yeah. I love canceling plans. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, guys. look um, forward to being cut out of <laughs> yeah. okay, <guys>. our bunch. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wait, that's so funny. You guys are hilarious. <laughs> um, Thanks. I learned, um, yeah, that, what did I learn today? <laughs> I learned that... Um, it's not lesbian sex if you don't cry a little. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. I already knew that. <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening to Baby Geniuses. Um, please uh, rate and subscribe on iTunes. Five yeah. stars only. <laughs> only five stars. Please leave a comment too, and then we'll read your name on the next yeah. episode. Um, I'm going on a book tour Whoa. Uh, that I should plug now. You guys can see me at Skylight Books in LA on June 8th. Uh, and then I'm going to be in New York at Housing Works. I'm going to Phoenix, Oakland, Portland, and I might add more dates. But you guys should check out my website and my Twitter at Lisa Draws, and I'll uh, update all the details. And that's all in June. Very exciting. You go, girl. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was at Home Depot yesterday and uh -huh. uh, I just thought of you because they have outside of Home Depot, they have a separate tent that's called a Hot Dogs Depot. <laughs> <laughs> In the same font. Oh, yeah. I should mention I should mention my book is called Hot Dog Taste Test. Which makes that very relevant to my uh, interests. All right. Email us at babygeniusespodcast at gmail.com. Follow me on Twitter. I'm at Mr. Emily Heller. I'm at Lisa Draws. And, and goodbye. goodbye. Yay. We know everything. Baby geniuses. We know everything. Baby geniuses. We know everything. Baby geniuses. We know everything. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.